What is going on, everybody? This is Biker Mike, and that is Devin with the Blue Collar Philosophers. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Collar Philosophers. So, <laughs> we just watched this great, horrible cartoon. Mike just introduced me to something bad and awesome. You ever just watch something and you're like, I am so disappointed in myself. Let's watch another one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's it called again? Moral Oral. It's, it's, um, if you're listening to this, you might like it. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you've got this far in the, in the podcast episodes, it, it might be for you. We do not endorse anything it, the, 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 that it promotes. Okay, so you, you got to explain what it is. All right, so this is old uh, claymation cartoon of this kid named Oral in Moralville, and, um... Yeah, he goes to church every Sunday. His dad is a bit of a functional alcoholic, and he w- it pretty much starts, well, the third episode starts with them going in church, listening to a sermon, listening to the pastor talk, and then taking that sermon completely out of context. <laughs> but it wasn't very well presented in the first place. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, give to charity or, you know, burn in hell or whatever. <laughs> Instead of actually talking about the nuance of what it means to give charity, the heart of why you do it. Yeah, it's just no, a, it's just give to it's charity. It's just a hard, fast rule that you're putting out there. God says, do thus. An innocent person, in an innocent kid in in the congregation hears it and in good faith says, like, yes, okay, good. I want to be a good Christian, so I'm going to do this. But without understanding the wisdom behind it, Goes so all in on it. Goes straight to the first homeless guy he sees. He's like, I'm going to give you money. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to give you crack. Because I, out of the goodness of my heart. It's like, oh, I can't do that. It's like, no, there's no legal limit to it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you'd be doing me a favor because after trying this, you're going to keep coming back to me. It'll be mutually beneficial. Yeah. So he's giving him money and he's giving him crack. Right, Right after getting reamed out by his dad for... The sin of wasting money. Not only is it a you sin, see, it's insane. You see, moral. <laughs> it's not only a sin to waste your money, it's also insane. <laughs> so the kid thinking that he's got to help the homeless. Yeah, best of intentions. Best of intentions, help the homeless. Also, you can't throw the crack away because you pay good money for it and it's a sin That's to right. waste your money. Yeah, so don't waste he your money. had to do it in his <laughs> mind. That was the logic. Yeah, and the parents had no idea what he was talking about. It's like, oh, you... Oh, and hilarity ensues. Hilarity does ensue. Little 11, 12-minute episodes, and they're all horrible. It, it reminds me a little bit of, like, a more intelligent robot chicken. Yes. Like, a little less fast-paced. Like, it takes time to build up the story, but, like, the same kind of animation and the same kind of, like, twist at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the stupid punchline at the end of the episode. It's just right out of left field. <laughs> the father is, like... Re- reaming out the kid for, for his thing and having a conversation with him about what brought him to the whole place. <laughs> you he's know like, what crack leads to? <laughs> and he like, asked the kid, like, why he did it. And the kid explained the, his mental math. He's like, he's like, and I didn't want to waste any money like you told you, me. He's you like, told me, don't waste like, it. well, I'm proud of you for that, son. <laughs> but you don't understand the real problem with, with crack. It's a gateway to slang. <laughs> and son, it is a sin to bastardize the American language. The forgotten 13th commandment. <laughs> Thou shalt not bastardize the American language. <laughs> oh, so funny. So bad. It caught me so off guard. Yeah, that is the, uh, the, <laughs> yeah. 
You can be disappointed in me. If I'm you, fine with that. If you've got a sense of humor, Google moral oral. Moral oral. And if you don't find it funny, uh, okay. I, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> don't watch it. Maybe this is a good time to like rehash our disclaimer from the first couple episodes. If don't watch, don't listen to this episode or this, this podcast with your kids. If you do, you're a bad parent. You're a bad parent. And you have to understand <laughs> that. Like you have to be at peace with it. You gotta be at peace with being a bad parent. <laughs> and if you are, okay. All right. Welcome. <laughs> Join the club. I, I wouldn't let my kids listen to this. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> I'm a good parent in that way. I might say these things, but I'm not listening. So, honest question. When do you think you might be like, hey, Gideon, come check this out? 15. Yeah, yeah. you're pretty quick with that one. All right. I, I feel I've, like I've, you thought it through. If if he's my kid, he, he he will be about 15 years old before he's ready for some of my jokes. He's already caught on to a couple of them. I don't know what I was singing the other day. Uh, five Little Monkeys. I was singing Five Little Monkeys jumping on the bed. Yeah. And one jumped off and cracked its head and, or bumped its head. It says bumped. I said cracked. And I'm yeah. like, no more monkeys jumping on the bed because they're all dead. <laughs> my daughter didn't catch it. I'm singing it to the two-year-old. And my son's like, wow, that went dark. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> With that being said, uh, I, I do have a, 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 um, a triumph in my life. Uh, my uh, Okay, I don't push my faith on my children. I present it. I live it. I do this. I do speak at Sunday school and all this stuff, but I don't push it on my kids. And, uh, yeah, my son came to me or he, we were talking about, uh, salvation and this, that, and the other at, uh, at Sunday school. And then I'm like, does everyone said here said the Lord's prayer equivalent? I didn't say Lord's prayer cause I don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I don't like the ask you send your heart bullshit. Because that's different. That's sinner's prayer. Oh, the, sorry, the sinner's prayer. prayer. Yeah. Sorry, the sinner's prayer. And so all the kids are like, yep, 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 yep. And Gideon's like, uh, nope. And I'm like, fine. I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm at peace mm-hmm. because he's nearly 10. And But at the same time, I don't want it to be my pushing onto him. And it, and he's like, nope. And I'm like, does anybody want to? He's like, yep. And all the other kids were good. And I'm like, you and I will talk later. Because I, I didn't want to just you know, make it all about him and this and mm-hmm. the other. It's like, I'm going to have them all say this prayer. I'm like, no, no, if they're all good, according to them, then they're good. I'm going to talk to my son about it later. So I brought it up with him a couple of days later and we actually had the conversation. I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I want to, I want to commit my life to Jesus. I want to live for him and, and understand that it's not about me. It's about him. And so, yeah, my son gave his life to the Lord and decided that he's going to live for him and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm telling you, man, the next day, I was just giddy and like mm-hmm. o- emotional, really emotional and shit. <laughs> like listening to music, almost crying. <laughs> I'm like, stop being a little bitch. <laughs> but no, it was a super proud moment for me. I'm like, yeah, because I don't want my faith to be my kids' faith simply because, you know, I forced it on them or they were born and raised in that household. It's like, yeah. no, I want this to be your choice. I've never pushed it on them. Well, simultaneously, I've never pulled it away from them. So yeah, for me, it was. It was a huge thing. I was yeah, pretty happy I'm, about that. I'm in the same boat, like when it, when it comes to Mac and faith and stuff like that. Like I kind of wait for him to ask questions, and he asks really interesting, deep theological questions. For like, I mean, he started doing it when he was six, and like, yeah, up till now, like every now and then he asks like a really deep convert or a really deep thing. And uh, the other day we were bombing around Grand Prairie, looking at you, looking at used cars. We were we were car shopping. 
and uh, I decided to throw on uh, an album like the Seventh Day Slumber. Yeah, uh, that's what I was listening to yeah, today. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> Lion and the Lamp. Not not that one. The first one. Oh, uh, nah, I forget what it's called. But I mean, it's just it's just basic modern worship songs, kind of yeah. done with like kind of a a chunky rock edge sort of thing, right? Yeah, less bitchy. Yeah, just something that I had on in the background, just. Just, just to have something pleasant on, like you know, they don't listen to hardcore death metal with my with my son and wife in the vehicle. That's not what they enjoy. No. Nor is like you know, like old OG hip hop or, or things like that, right? Take everything. Yeah. Yeah, take everything. That's the album name. So I had that playing, and like, and, and Mac actually asked me to to play a song again. I guess he was just sitting in the back of the vehicle, like listening to it, and he caught a couple lyrics. Uh, about like Jesus' sacrifice. He's like, can you play that song again? So we played the song again, and then after it was done, he's like, okay, can you tell me the story of of what Jesus did for for me again and just kind of help me understand like what he did and why he had to do it? I was yeah. like, oh, snap. Like, that's a very mature and intelligent yeah. like uh, frame of mind to be in there and so Chris and I, like we, we turned off the music and pulled the car over and we just had like a family chat yeah, about what that's like. And he's like, okay. And he's like, you know what? I'm still having trouble understanding it. It's like, can we talk about this a little, a little bit later? And maybe when I'm a little bit older, I'll be able to, to make a, uh, a decision about what I believe about it. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to say fuck yes, but at the same yeah. time you're like, nope, nope, not around the child. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, it's a proud moment. Like it's it's one of those things where like the 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 old evangelical part of me wants to to have that moment where you're like, help lead your kid to Jesus. Yeah. And, like what I got to yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> like and through that sort of thing, right? But like, but the new part of me, <laughs> you know, is kind of like. Like, I'm pretty sure God's got you, kid. Yeah. I want to see you grow up and and think about things and, and make decisions for yourself. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, that, and that's a lot of what I, 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 I go through, too, because even these kids in the Sunday school, they're like, do you even want to go to heaven? And I'm like, what do you mean by heaven? Like these, like, these aren't simple questions. You're asking a very simple question, expecting a simple answer, but I'm yeah. not going to give you a simple answer because I can't go against my conscience. <laughs> Where same thing with your kid's faith. You want this for him because you see the value in it and, and, and all the great things. And yeah, you, you're sure God's got him. Like, no, this this yeah. is mine. <laughs> this one you don't know it yet, yeah. but but you are. I, yeah, I think. So. I mean, there's one time he told me he's like, Dad, sometimes talking about God makes me want to cry. Like, makes you want to cry. Why? He's like, I don't know. It just makes me feel very strongly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. He's like, yeah. I mean, like, there's there's something there. There's something in him that I know is drawn. Yeah. In like a in a deep way. And so I'm like, okay. Yeah. I can just I'm gonna let this percolate, I'm gonna let this simmer. Yeah, I mean like you, at one point you I mean you could put the pressure on him, but at that oh, yeah. point you're just manipulating the kid. Yeah. And and at no point and how did I manipulate? Yes, I spoke at Sunday school. Yes, I gave a very great message. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I'm, I'm good at speaking. <laughs> not hiding any of the fact. I mean like I don't know, like I talk about Bible all the time. He sees me reading it. He sees me wearing, you know, crosses. He saw me wearing like, you know, he, I mean, he knew 
like, you know, we were in a Christian motorcycle club. Like yeah. that was, and he was around and hearing stuff like, and, you know, like doing Sunday school lessons. Like I, I, I'm, I'm actively making a part of our family life, but at the same time, not trying to bear down on him to like make some kind of decision or proclamation that, you know, he's going to feel pressure to do because this is something dad really wants me to do. Yeah. And it's not Christian by association. You don't want him to be Christian by association either. It'd be like, oh, well, dad's yeah. Christian, so I'm a Christian. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm sitting there going through science textbooks and stuff like that with them talking about like, evolution, evolution <laughs> and stuff like that and where the dinosaurs came from. And like, I'm like, I, I'm perfectly comfortable teaching that stuff to him while well, like save my wife is not so much yeah you know she's very she, much on the she theory yeah she doesn't <laughs> theory of she evolution. doesn't push back on it she wants to make sure that we're presenting at least as a couple like even if it's obvious that you know mommy and daddy don't agree on this yeah but we respect each other's views and we're not pushing one on the on yeah you're allowing him to to see both sides yeah. of it without you see I I have a really hard draw between the young earth you you know the simultaneous like God decided just make it all at once <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess could he sure did he I don't think so but at the same time I'm not gonna I don't want to disregard it so <laughs> it's yeah. a, that I that might be part of my upbringing on that one but uh, that kind of brings me a little bit to the idea of what we were going to talk about with the moral ambiguity where these are our children right yeah. We're not going to throw things on them that they're not ready for. My kid's not ready to talk about uh, the, the moral implications of... Well, let's say something like abortion. Abortion, <laughs> or... yes. <laughs> like, this is a real subject that needs to be talked about that, that is important. I, yeah. I, I, I stand firm on the pro-life for myself, and, and, and I think that should be for my kids, and, and as horrible as that might sound. But hyper- at the same time, it's like that conversation isn't for an eight-year-old. Yeah. Like, let them be kids. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I had this pastor that I went and saw. We, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. All okay. right, so I had this pastor back in the day that I went to. And he had this sermon about how um, he would make these amazing cookies. And, and he's like, imagine the best cookie you've ever had in your entire life. And then just 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 a tiny, tiny tablespoon of dog shit. <laughs> he didn't say shit because he's a nice guy. And, but it was just a tiny little dog bit of poopy. shit. Dog Doggy poopy. poopy. And I just, I just mixed it in. And, 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 but, but don't worry, it's only a little bit. Is it, is it still a good cookie? You won't even taste it. But is it still a good cookie? And everyone is like, no. No, that's a bad cookie. That is no longer a good cookie. <laughs> and and it, at the time, I'm like, yeah. No, I agree with that. I would not I would not willingly eat shit. So, question. How much fecal matter or <laughs> dead... acceptable or, or, level? <laughs> or, yeah, how much, how, much, how much percentage of rat shit or insect parts <laughs> or... <laughs> mold or, or things like that would you accept in uh in your food because you know like let's say the fda or something like that like there is a prescribed percentage of what is acceptable or not that's right of stuff to be in, in flour, your food from, in literally flour yeah. <laughs> because that stuff gets in in the process of processing food chocolate you ever seen chocolate factories when they have like bugs and stuff that are like literally mixed into it and like yeah we could filter it out yeah. but can you filter it all out no. Yeah, I had a, I was talking with a cigar expert or 
quote unquote expert. He was <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of a douchebag. I was, I was talking with a guy and he was like, so he's like, when, when you're keeping your cigar, see, <laughs> he's one of those guys. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> when you're, when you're keeping your cigar, see, you want to make sure you keep it at a certain percentage of humidity. It's like when it's like I like to have mine a little higher than the average. It's like I want it to burn cool and burn slow, but having it down to like sixty-seven percent humidity is perfectly acceptable. But never get above eighty-two. If you get it above eighty-two percent, are you done? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No. <laughs> no. Sorry. Your your movement threw me off my groove, <laughs> off my character. When you get it above 82%, I forget what he said, certain percentage above 80, Yeah, your cigar has got little little bug larva in it. Little mites and little, shit. Little, yeah, little mites larvas. Like, but if you get it above a certain percentage, then they're wet enough to start hatching and, and, and you know, your, your cigars will have uh, actual bug larva like hatch and start wor- worming around in there and, and eating their way out. Sounds, and like sounds that. delicious. It's like protein. So, so you get protein and a cigar. Yeah. So like, every, every, like every, every cigar has these eggs in it. Yes. It, they just lives in tobacco. Yeah. It's like, you just need to accept that that is what you're putting in your mouth when you're yeah. having a cigar. Yeah. Have you seen the people who make the cigars? They're literally using their tongue and stuff like that to like oh, moisturize it and spit on it and all this stuff. Like it's, <laughs> so sexy. Now I want to smoke a big black one. Brown, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Brown. Yeah. But you know, even that, like you have to be, accept. you have to accept there's a certain amount of an undesirable thing that you're going to experience if you want to have this. Yes. How much are you willing to accept? Like, Does that turn you right off? And I think that has to do with your level of consciousness too. If you are conscious that it's there, you have to come to terms with it you have to accept okay what is when will it start affecting me negatively at what point does it actually make a difference in my life yeah so let's go back to your pastor and, right. the, and the point he was trying to make there. So this pastor was talking about that and he was like in your life what percentage of bad or with anything i don't remember what he was i think it was movies i'm quite sure it was movies Mm-hmm. really great movie, but it's got a little bit of bad language or, oh, it's just got a boob showing or, oh, it's just got this little tiny thing, but everything else in the movie is really, really good. Or music or just anything that you, you devour culturally. Or this podcast. Or this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where you, these are things that you're consuming and you're putting into yourself and what you put into your heart will come out your mouth, right? Where people might think that we're full of vile, horrible thoughts and it's the fact that we <laughs> half-promoted moral oral. <laughs> You'd be like, you're horrible people. Yeah, maybe. But at what point do you take ownership of that and say, how much before this starts to affect me? I think you really have to be at that level where if it's actually affecting you, if you if, if what you're listening to uh, is starting to affect you, yeah, you need to change it. If you're listening to satanic music or what they proclaim to be satanic music, which is pop music to me, <laughs> makes me very angry. <laughs> it's very promiscuous. It's horrible messaging and all this stuff. That's, pop music is satanic to me, most of it. Um where it affects me negatively because it just makes me angry and all this stuff. So I just stay away from it. Now, if you're listening to a metal it, it, band... It doesn't affect you negatively because it makes you want to do all the things. It's because it makes you angry and want to punch people. Yeah, a little of both. <laughs> Sex and violence. Uh, 
<laughs> We're going to talk about that one day. But, but see, he's talking about these things. And then a little while later, this same pastor went out and said, okay, uh, this is right after the vaccine came out for this most recent um, thing. And he's like, everyone should get vaccined. You should all get the shot. You should all do exactly what, no, there, there is no exception for it. And uh, so I really want to go to him and ask him, I'm like, so remember that sermon you were talking about with dog shit and movies? Well, let's, let's talk about um, a vaccine. Now, there's a really great vaccine, does exactly what you said it's supposed to. It's going to be healthy. It is going to protect you. It is going to do all these things. It's going to work exactly the way that you say it will, but it's got a, just, 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 just a smidgen of aborted fetus stem cells. But don't worry about it. They're, they, they, they might even be a clone <laughs> of a aborted fetus. So it's not an actual baby fetus. It's, it's, it's an, a cloned baby fetus stem cells. So I, I, I'm putting into what's what's your percentage of dead baby that you're willing to take dead in? Baby, are you willing to are you willing to take into your vaccine? So so that you can you can live your best life. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you just want to throw that that whole sermon right back in his face. And I want to be like, okay, it, this is what you believe, or are you going to chuck it out? Or are you yeah. going to understand that there is a level of moral ambiguity that you have to have? Sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> I did it first, I guess. <laughs> Where they're, they're, so yeah. What for you? What, what level of moral ambiguity am I, am I comfortable with? Yes, I guess I think it has to go yeah. for section for section. Movies, I can watch the most violent movie, and and I'm like, oh, that was great. I'm gonna go take a nap. So, how does it work with sex for you then? Uh, ex- exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like. <laughs> In in the realm of movies, like oh yeah, for when it okay, com- yeah, yeah. when it comes to sexual content versus say violent or vulgar or like uh you know like so if a if a movie has a sex scene or a TV show has a sex scene on it, <coughs> how do I respond? Yeah, uh, personally, I I try to zone out. I try and uh, I don't divert not divert completely. Like oh, I'm just gonna look away completely. But I'll I'll, I'll like half zone out because we have phones. There's so many outs nowadays. All I gotta do is flash on Facebook for half a second, and I can hear what's going on mm. most of the time. Or uh, depending on what movie it is or how yeah. long it is, I can fast forward. Like this is just like okay, yeah. I know how long this is because I watched it twice. And <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm with the wife, I'll fast forward. No. <laughs> No, there, there's times and a place that I'm like, okay, yeah, if so I like, know a movie for, has like three seconds, I'm like, oh. For, for you and yourself, you're making a judgment call on certain types of things that you give more weight to than another. Like, yeah. Like the, the sexual moral depravity weighs more on you than say like the violence La- does. Language and or violence. Or language and violence. Yeah. yeah. Because I think sometimes language adds to it, even though it's vulgar, even though it's crude, even though a lot of things, it can add to it to the story to to characters Some, sometimes it's vulgarity for the sake of vulgarity is just fucking lazy writing sometimes yeah. but those well, are few for, far for instance uh, my dad and I sat down and tried to watch a movie recently it was uh, a million ways to die in the in the west <laughs> I like that movie and we couldn't get through it we're like this is garbage just vulgar jokes for the sake of stupid vulgar yes. jokes it was nothing but the laziest of writing because yeah. like we we were like we're like oh maybe this is like blazing saddles or something no. like that that you think is you know uh it's it's got a 
an edge to it. It's it's playing with, no. with mores and stuff like that, but it has good writing and good comedy. No, no just no. none of that. It's just it's, just, it's, a, it's a, it just it was just nonstop dick jokes. Yes, for the sake of dick jokes. Yeah. In, I in, like that. <laughs> not even in a way that anybody in the time frame would act or be or yeah. anything like that. I, was... I, I I truly enjoy in the movie. I, I know you said it was shit, which is fine because <laughs> we could just not like the same thing. But I do like that it was, at some points in the movie you could see other people in the movie breaking character while laughing at things. And I, mean, I really enjoyed that. That's funny to extent to an extent, like seeing those guys being on being on film and just trying to crack each other. Yeah. But it's not making good art. No. It's not making a good no. film. That's lowbrow. It it was lowbrow. It I'm is, not I'm not yeah. justifying it. It's one of it's like family guy. It's it's so, not well yeah. written. So for me, like which it's it's not the most vulgar thing I've ever watched. No. Hell no, it's not the most violent thing. It's not the most sexual thing. But it was one of the most gratuitous yeah. that I've ever seen. Nothing in it serve the purpose of making a good story or a good art or a good point. Yeah. You see, the thing about Blazing Saddles was the racial dynamic that they threw in with it that allowed it to push social boundaries of the time. It allowed it to look at something with a very different lens when it's like, hey, what if we put a black guy in the West <laughs> as a sheriff? Like, the, the story writes itself. Mm-hmm. Where this one's like, no, not, none of that nuance, none of that quirky lines it's like no there's just yeah. a thousand ways to die in the west here's a chick with nice rack and yeah. so yeah so for me the the, the the idea of a percentage of what i'm okay with is a sliding scale yeah i mean like obviously like i'm not gonna watch porn just because it had a really good storyline <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just imagine like any porn that I've seen, none of it has a good storyline. It's like, no, I don't have money. Do you have visa? <laughs> we have, we have the visa now. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, there, what kind of edge is is in a film is something that is on a sliding scale, depending on how well it serves the story. Yeah, how well it serves the art. Is it gratuitous or is it there for a point, an intellectual? Or like gut wrenching, or yeah. like it does, does. Is it investing you in the characters in a way that makes sense? Do you know a movie I tried to watch recently? Okay. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. I've fucking seen that movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Tried watching it again. What's your thoughts? Could I couldn't get through it. I'm like, no. That's actually, I'd say probably a really, really good example of of a film that got too gratuitous for its own good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, I remember this movie. It was pretty good. And then I started watching it. I'm like, no, I couldn't. I, could, I, could, I did not care to see it again. Yes, I watched it once. But I think the, the part where it would become a problem is that if I got really comfortable seeing it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm glad that I got to that. Like, I, I didn't have to watch it more than once. I watched it once and then I got tried. I tried. I yeah. actually tried. And went then, out of my way. I, mean, I was the, by myself. I the, didn't have any. The thing is, like, there. there is there is something in that movie, like a value of art, of like you know comedy, oh, yeah. of uh, make, writing, making everything. A good story, but it just has so much gratuitousness to it that doesn't really serve the story, except for being sensational. Yeah, and at that point, it loses me. Yeah. Did you watch it at all? Did you watch it one yes. time, two times? You, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I like you saw it once. And like maybe like looked back on it through rose colored glasses. Yeah, that's or, what or I, maybe, I I think or, I was at. 
I don't know that, or maybe I just was like, like maybe it had to be better than what I remember it because people are raving about this freaking movie. Yeah. And then tried to give it another shot. Is like, yeah, no, this is exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't offended by it. There was nothing wrong with it. The first, only like, yes, it's a very bad movie. It was an example of what it is, but so, trying so to what, watch it again. What's, what's say a film that you really, really enjoy and see a lot of value in that pushes the boundaries of what a quote unquote moral oral Christian <laughs> would 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 accept? Gran Torino. Ooh. Fucking phenomenal movie. It's so good. Like, just character development, uh, cultural, race, like, everything. Just, oh, my gosh. It's I, fucking awesome. So many non-ironic racial slurs in that movie. Oh, not even, not even hiding them. <laughs> it was such a fucking great movie. But it all builds to a real character making a point and showing, like, progress as a person. Even, even at a, a progressive age and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and so... Like, that movie only works because of how real and how visceral... With that like, being said. Clint, we, Clint Eastwood works. And, like, you couldn't... That that movie couldn't be as good as it is if it cut out all the filth. Mm-hmm. It, it couldn't be. Could not. And, I mean, that's... I know, because my dad... My dad was there when we were, like, trying to watch it. And mm-hmm. He's like, what the hell are... Like, he didn't say hell. What are you guys watching? I'm like, it's a really good movie. Because <laughs> it's got some language in it. It mm-hmm. really does. It's got... It's vulgar. It's racist. And all these things. And I'm like, it's really good. And then he started, sat down and actually watched it with us. And he's a pastor. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying he endorsed it. I'm not saying he was a good movie. But he sat and he's like, oh, okay. I see it now for what it is. But if you just go by the Timothy or catching from it the two seconds. Oh, they said zipper head or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But they, <laughs> they say these things in the movie. And if you just go by that, you're going to be like, oh, it's horrible. It's, it's dog shit. This is the dog shit. It's like, you're missing it. You you miss the the that added protein or fiber or the fuck it adds to it made it what it is, and and I think there's a li- a really good. I mean uh, that's that's why Christian movies suck. Oh yeah, is they take out anything relatable in it. Oh yeah, and <laughs> or, then they make the bad guys just so horrendously <laughs> like intentionally evil. Not 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 compassionate evil because that's the real evil in the world is compassionate evil. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I can't even remember the last. I can't even remember the last Christian movie I've seen that had like a real true bad guy in it. It's usually just some guy, some some guy who's who's a normal bloke is wrestling with his faith. Did you see the God's Not Dead one where they were like oh, trying to take God right. out of school? I never saw that one. I, I just couldn't. After, <laughs> after yeah, I guess when it came out, you were kind of going through your shit too. So the idea of watching that movie would have oh, I would have eviscerated, you would have it. thrown out, thrown up, and no, it, it, the the bad people in that the thing one, is like, not, I not the I individual have, bad teacher. I would have eviscerated both sides of it. Yes. like one this stupid caricature of an atheist yes. professor. Two, this is a stupid caricature of a Christian. Three, fuck this movie. <laughs> I w- Yes, and, and, and it doesn't it doesn't go past the message. God's not okay, cool. I'm I'm good with the message of it, but the way that you put this message out is dog shit. <laughs> because they can't make a good the thing is it wasn't just the atheist professor, it was the um the the 
the way that they pin the entire system, the school system, yeah. against God. They're like, oh, we're going to take God out of schools once and for all. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. No one thinks like that. They are thinking in equality. <laughs> Twist, <laughs> you know, twisting, twisting your, your curly mustache. mustache. And that's why I'm like, no, no, people don't actually think like that. They're smoking, trying to be smoking fair your cigars and, and drinking your brandy. Gentlemen, yeah. too evil. Too evil. <laughs> Quite. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so bad guys like that. Yeah, it's just stupid caricatures. And that's why Christians can't make good. I think the best Christian movie that I can watch is still a little out there it was the, uh, oh, what was it called? The Quest? The Oath? The, uh, it's one with all the cops in it, you know, the, the the three cops, and they, like, start trying to be better dads and all that shit. Okay, I know which one you're talking about. I forget what it's called. I forget what it's called, I too. still hated it. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have just... a daughter, and so seeing the little girl die on that one, not seeing it, but, like, having that dynamic to it really just irked me, and I'm like, fuck this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> having daughters, and uh, I think I said in my church one time uh, when we were dedicating to raise Talia, I'm like, it's a good thing that uh, God gave his only son because if he had a daughter, he wouldn't give her up. <laughs> Because little girls, they just... Ugh. Fair enough. I mean, I, I remember that part of the movie, I, I, I do remember, like, it's like, it, it is, it, it tugs on emotional heartstrings and stuff like that, but yeah. at the same time, I can't unsee the horrible acting. Yes. I can't unsee the stupid plot line. Yeah. And uh, just the unrelatableness of all the yeah. quote-unquote blue-collar guys in it. Yeah. And you know the the come to Jesus moment, you yeah. Know, all, all that the, the stuff. stereotypical just... Christian. And that's why I said it's the best one. I didn't say it was good. <laughs> like it, it is, yeah, one of the better ones. If you really want a great Christian movie, go for a Left Behind. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, this is a comedy Can... podcast. Can can lack of talent be the dog shit? I'm talking about the, the Nick Cage one. <laughs> Which was <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, can you imagine so how many good movies he would he would make if he took time to think about what he was signing on to? Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure he had debts that really needed to be paid. <laughs> it's like yes, this to that meth one. ain't this meth ain't gonna buy itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, Nick Cage. If you want to come on the podcast, reach out to us. Remember, Michael, it is a sin to waste even a dollar of your money. So if you have spent it on crack, you need to finish it. That's why we're <laughs> drinking all this booze. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's our moral duty to finish it. That's we... a fucking another thing. Alcohol. Okay, if you don't, if you feel a personal conviction and not drink alcohol, don't fucking drink. If you can't have a drink without having five, don't drink. I can have a beer. What, I can what, have one beer. What degree of drug is acceptable in your drink? Coffee. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's an addictive... That is an that addictive is an drug. Addictive and narcotic. A mind-altering Caffeine. drug. It literally... It is a neural... It affects you neurologically. It does, 100%. It's never not going to. If you don't think it does, fucking do some research. Yeah. But then you have those guys are like, I'm better than drinking coffee. And then they're like sucking back black tea like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, like there's no caffeine that's in no that. no caffeine. <laughs> it's like, just give me See, I'm tea, over, man. I'm 100% over my cravings. <laughs> you're like, chug back three mugs of tea trying to get the same level of caffeine kick that you're used to. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm see, so much better than you right now. And I, I, I never claim to be really a coffee con. You know those people that are like, oh, weasel, weasel shit coffee. <laughs> or I don't know, some kind of cat or whatever. Coffee whack. Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's really great coffee. I'm like, I would still put hazelnut creamer in there. <laughs> no, I don't drink it black. So I can't be a connoisseur. You're not going to give me something oh, and me not add the other, something. The other day we were hanging with our brother and uh, gave him a, a, a bottle of the, oh, nice, the, fuck you. the nice scotch. I said no, you fucking didn't listen. I'm a libertarian, Mike, unlike you. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants with the gift that is given to him. <laughs> Pearls before swine, I tell you. <laughs> so, he's like, yeah, this is really good. It <laughs> just poured up like a half a bottle of ginger ale in it. So that's that's you with coffee. That that's me with coffee. Yeah. But I don't claim to. I don't claim to drink good. But we all have we all have our thing. Right? Oh yeah. Like, I mean, like, like tequila. I like it fine enough. It's not yeah. offensive to me. But like, if you give me like an amazing expensive bottle of tequila, I'm still gonna be like, where's the salt and the lime? Yeah. Like, can we throw, can we throw like three limes in this and make a margarita? Yeah. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm a lot in the same boat, but when you know that person's going to mix it with ginger ale, <laughs> you give them the cheap shit. It was a test. It was a test. It was a test. He failed. He failed. But still, it was his right to fail. It was. <laughs> and I have to accept that. Uh, I, that being said, I, I, I do think it to be a baller move to just grab, like, something very expensive. You're like, cool, and then just mix Coke with it, just spite. It's gangster. What <laughs> it can is, I say? It's gangster. It is gangster. <laughs> it is a kind of, a, a very slight fuck you to, <laughs> to guys like me who I'm like, oh, because I can't afford stuff there's, like that all the time. so much dog shit mixed into this podcast. There's so much dog shit. Yeah. yeah. If you've listened to this podcast up to this point... You're a bad person you because are you didn't person. you didn't consider yourself better than us and turn it off as you should have. As you should have. In, in which <laughs> if you want to be a good Christian listener, <laughs> like Moral Oral, <laughs> finish what you start, coward. Fin- <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how that episode would go. <laughs> no, you finish what you start. <laughs> you finish this bag of crack. <laughs> it's like the kid who smokes one cigarette and then his dad makes him smoke makes the whole card. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like what uh, King of the Hill had an episode on that where Hank was doing that to Bobby, and it turns out like Bobby actually got hooked on the stuff, so they had to quit together. <laughs> oh, that was a good show. That that one, I, I think it for me it came out at the wrong time. Like I did not get to enjoy yeah, it the way it, that uh, at the time I was like into Simpsons and Family Guy. Yeah, like you know being the young the young guy. Yeah. So King of the Hills like it it missed me. Like looking back on it now, like I have a couple of the DVD sets. I've watched episodes. I'm like, oh, this is this is probably the best of the cartoon sitcoms of that era. Yeah, like it's the most down to earth, the most relatable, but funny. Yeah, and really knows how to send up good stuff in a in a lighthearted way, but also like killer. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a few things like that, like Seinfeld. I've been getting into Seinfeld. I'm like, I'm gonna give it a go. Yeah, it's good. It is really good. But at the time, I'm like, no, it couldn't. It was before me. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of things like that where we just they just they just hit at the wrong time. Friends, I'm sure it's got some funny moments, but <laughs> it hit at the wrong time. How I Met Your Mother, that one hit at the right time for me. I'm like, oh, I'm a young adult, <laughs> so I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> oh my the gosh, bro code. So we we just did that episode of like basic instructions before leaving Earth. Yeah. 
<clears throat> you mentioning how I met your mother. That's what it's like. It's the Bible. It's like, Daddy, how did you meet Mommy? <laughs> and then get this six-season prolong answer where you only really meet Mommy at the end, and the entire rest of it is... <laughs> If, if you don't know by now that she's dead and that she passed away a while ago and that it's all about Robin, I, I just ruined everything for you. And yeah. But like, if you're going to ask like for the a basic way to figure out how to go to heaven and like <laughs> go to the that end. six seasons of backstory, <laughs> that, that's what it's like. That's yeah. Yeah. We're just going to go six. But you guys have already listened to the episode. We need to move on. Yeah. I just laughed because that was a great analogy of yeah. that show. And we're the thing is, Devin, you're going on a, a gorgeous road trip next week, so we're not going to have time to record. And I might be <coughs> recording one by myself. You will get a strictly Biker Mike episode. Maybe. We'll see. <coughs> this one will be released next week, yes. Pardon or, me. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Water. It's my mortal nemesis. I don't know what it is. If I drink water, it's going down the wrong tube. Beer, beer makes you frothy. Whiskey's good. Water, water tries you. to kill me every <laughs> damn time. Water tries to kill me. Alcohol is, is the solution. Apparently. So yeah, you might be getting uh, some episodes of just me, uh, but maybe, maybe you might be back. We might record one before then, but I might just record one just to have a. Uh, no, I probably won't. <laughs> I probably won't. I got two evenings free after this, and then I'm gone. No, I mean, I mean, before you get back, because this is two weeks, right? This is going to be the the, yesterday, the one we just recorded was the first week. This will be the second week. And how long is your trip for? Just four days. Just four days. Oh yeah. yeah. No, you might be back. Yeah, we're crushing like 800 kilometer days every day. But you might be having to work extra to make up for that. Truth. (laughs) Truth. (laughs) Truth. Yeah. So one of those one of those days where you're like or one of those trips you're like we shouldn't take this but if we don't we're gonna murder people <laughs> yeah your dad needs to go on a trip more often like like just get on the road and like yeah enjoy it uh so i realized something after hanging out with the boys last weekend we need to mention them just for them to have an excuse to listen to this shit frick yeah spoon Spoon, teaspoon, teaspoon. pullover wrench wrench oh i love that guy pete uh pd I, I got to spend so much time with Wrench. I was so happy. Him and I were having a great time at uh, yeah. our brother's wedding. So Yeah, we went to a wedding two weeks ago. Yeah. And at, at this time in life, I fucking hate weddings. Like, I it costs don't, so much money. I don't want to go. I make excuses not to go. But when I heard this guy was getting married. Yeah. Fuck yes. When he got the, inf- the info, it was an automatic yes. And it was an automatic, this is going to be a good time. Yeah. And it was. It did not disappoint. I had so much fun that whole weekend. I gave a speech, right? Mm-hmm. Amanda was so nervous. <laughs> what, what is he going to say? What is he going to say? Is he gonna, and you can't, you <laughs> couldn't say anything to embarrass you more than the guy that sang a whole country song a, a cappella at the mic. But yeah. Some guy sang I a digress. song, which was fine. It's a thing. I went up to him after. I'm like, you stole my thing. I was going to do that. <laughs> the same song. Same song. Son of a bitch. You should, you should have said that at the microphone after. <laughs> I should have, but there were too many people between us. Oh, so good. I went to go up to the microphone and Amanda's all nervous. Like, oh, what is he going to talk about? What is he going to say? And then I go up and I give a fucking awesome speech. And she's like, oh, that was really good. I'm like, yeah, 
I drink and talk for fun. This is literally what I do once a week. <laughs> I'm, I'm an amateur drinky talker. Drinky talker. That's, I think that's the official And it has to be a coherent, coherent because I can hear myself most of the time. So I'm like, I can fucking do this. And I gave a good one. That was only a few beers in, too. So I think I did good. Nobody booed. <laughs> cool. Well, let's wrap this one up, brother. All right. Moral ambiguity. I will finish by reciting a Bible verse. <laughs> From my favorite book, Ecclesiastes, don't be too good or too wise, exclamation mark. God bless. Don't be a dick. Music has been brought to us by Kirk the Riffer Wells. He at Liquid State Audio. He is the guitarist, the producer, and the mixing engineer. Thank you from the Blue Collar Philosophers.